Hello, everybody, and welcome back to what used to be called Wake Up Wednesday. Um, it's not going to be called that anymore. I'm just going to preview the lines every week. Um, I think this season, uh, in the spirit of camaraderie, I'm going to have some guests on each week. This week, I have three guests, so we have quite a few people here today. Uh, a little bit of a change from what we did last season where it was just me running over lines quick. So these episodes will be a little bit longer. You're going to have a little more chatter. Um, and I think that's honestly how it should be. It's always more to have a little, it's always better to have a little bit of banter and, and discussion, um, with these picks. And as you all know, if you listened last year, I was pretty sharp. Uh, I didn't start until like halfway through the season. So of course I, I had a better feel, uh, for how teams were playing right now. I'm kind of going in blind. There is a lot of rookies, a lot of rookie QBs. We don't really know who's starting, who's not going to start. Uh, we had a little conversation about the Niners QB situation earlier, so uh, we're shooting, we're, you know, we're kind of shooting um, a little bit blind here, but I think we're going to give you some good picks. It's up to you who you decide to listen to or not. Um, and with that, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an introduction to who is here. Um, so a couple of my buddies, uh, we have Cook, Zach, and Jeremy. Cook, you can go ahead and unmute and introduce yourself a little bit. What's up, guys? I'm Cook. Call me Derek if you want to. Uh, pretty big Eagles fan. Just big fans of all Philly sports. Buffalo Bills is too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Big sports man. Big sports guy. Glad to be on here with Ev. Thanks all for right. having me, man. Yeah, you got it, Cook. Jeremy, what's up? Going on, guys. Jeremy, uh, Panthers fan. Big sports better. Just happy to be here. Zach? What's up, guys? I'm Zach. I'm actually a Chargers fan, how rare that is, in New Jersey. And I'm also glad to be here. Huge sports better as well. All right. So welcome to the show, guys. Uh, it is Cook and I that are the Eagles fans um, with a slight bias towards the Bills, both of us. Um, so we have some variety. Typically, I think when you have these sort of like smaller shows, um, everybody's, for the most part, a fan of the same team. So it's dope. Um, like the Panthers and the Chargers are obscure teams. Uh, hopefully having good seasons. I know the Chargers will. We'll see about the Panthers. Um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to have a couple different perspectives here. Uh, with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and get into the first line. I have an order here written down uh, on my note sheet. So I'm going to go. I'm going to give you my picks. Cook will be next, Jeremy, and then Zach will round it off. Um, the season starts, thank God, tomorrow, Thursday, 8, uh, 8.21 is the starting time for the game. We have the Dallas Cowboys going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The line sits at eight and a half. Bucks are the favorites. They are three ninety minus three ninety on the money line. Um, this is a really straightforward one for me. I'm not sure what we can expect from Dak and the Cowboys. I know they're um, they're missing one of the key parts of their offensive line. He tested positive for COVID, so I worry about that in an offensive sense for the boys. Um, and of course you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are looking to repeat, uh, have a repeat season, win the Super Bowl again, which I think they very well could. Um, and, and with that being said, I think that I'm just going to go with Bucks money line here. It is minus 390. So, you know, not fantastic odds, but I think if you, if you throw it into a parlay, it could be decent enough value. I just don't know. If eight and a half, I'm, I don't think in week one that I'm comfortable taking the Bucks. cover that. Do I think that they could win by, you know, a touchdown and a field goal? Absolutely. I can 100% see it happening. But I'd like to see, you know, what the Cowboys have to offer. 
before I start betting heavily against them. I do love betting against them. Fuck the Cowboys. Um, I'm worried about Dak. I'm worried about how Zeke's going to perform uh, missing that guy in front of him blocking. So I'm just going to take uh, Bucks money line. Cook, what do you think? There's a lot of controversy around this freaking game, man. Let me tell you, man. I don't know about the spread. But that That is a lot of points. But I do see the over coming into this game. Yeah, I there can see is, that. There's a lot of offensive. You got Mike Evans. You got Chris Godwin. You have AB. You got Amari, CD, Michael Gallup, Zeke. There's a lot of offense in this game. So if there's anything that I feel safe with in this game, probably the over, which is currently 51.5 right now. I can I can see that. And then I don't know about the spread. That's just a lot of points for me, man. I'm going to avoid the spread. I'll do the over and possibly a prop. All right. You guys are looking for a touchdown. Antonio Brown. AB first touchdown, right? That's what you're feeling? That's your lock of the week? Yes, friends. All right. I hear you. All right, Jeremy, what do you have for us? All right, I'm staying away from the spread and the over-under, but I do like Zeke touchdown. Last year, Vegas always had the running back touchdown lines way too high in the beginning of the weeks. Made a lot of money doing that early in the season. Minus 120, Zeke touchdown seems easy enough to me. All right, sounds good. Zach, how about you, brother? Personally, in this situation, I would typically take Cowboys spread because I feel like that's too much money with an offense like that. Yeah. With the controversy with, between Dak's injury and the offensive line being unhealthy, and questions around whether Zeke can come back to his original form, I think I'll just go with Evan on this one and just take Bucks money line and put it in the parlay. All right, sounds good. Yeah, I think I just think minus three ninety. I mean, it's not it's not fantastic odds. We know what the Bucks are capable of, sure. Um, but in week one, the, the, I said Carson was saying this the other day. One of our other buddies, not here, but hopefully we'll see him in the next few weeks. Um, some of these lines, the more and more I look at them, the more I fucking hate them. And this is one of those games where I just think eight and a half is a fucking loony line. Um, we'll have to see how it pans out. But uh, speaking of Carson, we'll move on to the next one. The Pittsburgh Steelers, his team, take on the Buffalo Bills, my second team, which you're not supposed to have, but I do. Um, I, I'm riding the Bulls, like, or the, the Bills, um, big time here. We just saw yesterday that TJ Watt is holding out, which is absolutely ludicrous to me. Um, I don't think you see that really all that much in the NFL. You see it a lot, um, in the NBA and the MLB holding out. Um, and I think that's a huge part of, of, of the outcome of this game and the Bills are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I think that's deserved. I think that they could certainly win by a touchdown. I think that they do win by a touchdown. I'm a little worried. Josh Allen is young. I don't know how he's going to come out uh, in this first game. I think at least I always worry about how a younger quarterback is going to perform in the first few weeks, just getting themselves back into it. But he came out stronger last season than he was the season before. I think that he only continues to improve, and... Um, while the money line's kind of appetizing, I think I'm actually confident in Bills minus six and a half. So that's where I stand. Uh, Cook, go ahead. Yeah, I think I'm. Um, yeah, uh, I think I'm on the spread too. I mean, the, there's just a lot with Pittsburgh, the lot contract situation and everything. Just if he's not there, that 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 changes everything for the Bills. To be honest with you without that guy being there just the whole 
mentality changes, honestly, uh, on both the Bills and Pittsburgh. So without Watt there, which which if I'm a Steelers fan, I'm praying on my knees that he will sign that and play in week one. But but if not, um, yeah, I am all over the spread. All right. Bills minus six and a half for Cook. Lovely. Jeremy, how are you feeling about this one? Oh, Bills minus six and a half. Steelers, bad football team. Ben Roethlisberger is still their quarterback. Come on. He's 50 years old. Let's get him out of the league. But I do like Najee. Touchdown. They're going to want to get him in the end zone, get some hype around the game, you know, get everyone excited for their season because they're going to lose by 20. I'm all over the Najee. Yep. I'm all over that too, by the way. Writing that down, Cook co-signing Najee Harris touchdown. Lovely, Zach. How do you feel? I think Bill's Bill's spread is the play here. However, I also do like Najee Harris touchdown because the Bills defense has been poor in the past, and they have loud points. And I also like the over at forty-eight in this game. I just think a lot of points will be scored. Ben will be throwing. Josh will be throwing. And both and without T.J. Watt, there'll be less pressure on Josh Allen. I just think this will be a shootout. Yeah, I can 100% see the over being in play, too. Um, So with those picks, I mean, maybe Bills minus 6.5, over 48.5, and Najee Harris touchdown. Could be a nice little same-game parlay. Uh, I know most books are offering that these days. So if you guys are looking to maybe throw in a nice little SGP, or, I mean, these games are all at 101, but that'll be the game that I think a lot of people are tuning into if they're not watching Red Zone. So SGP could be possible. Um, your odds are going to be pretty decent, I think, if you throw those in because minus six and a half is only minus one hundred six. Over forty eight and a half is minus one eighteen, and honestly, Najee Harris is probably only minus a hundred and something. He may be plus odds um, to score a touchdown in this game. So SGP could be in play. Keep your eye on it. Uh, monitor those lines. Things could change in the next few days too. So stay cautious, stay aware. Next game: New York Jets versus the Carolina Panthers. Jeremy's team. Um, I think Panthers, who are a uh, five and a half point favorite, are going to absolutely slaughter the Jets. I don't have all that much faith in the Panthers as a team in general, uh, but I think the Jets are a mess. I think they're going to have a tough time uh, with a rookie QB. I know that they're having some issues at the tight end position too. Um, I think Chris Herndon is starting, so I mean that's really quite something. Um, and I just think that, that the odds are good enough at minus five and a half. I think the Panthers win by a touchdown. Uh, so that's where I sit Panthers minus five and a half. Hook. Yeah. Ever since the schedule was out, I've been preaching this to pretty much like every person that I know, dude, Panthers are going to smoke them. Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson are both going to have probably the best games of their lives. They're both playing their uh, former team here at home. There's a lot of emotion in it. Panthers spread. It's probably my lock of the week. I'll be honest. I just don't have any. This Panthers team, man, I'm telling you, they're going to make some noise this year. I would watch watch out for them as a wild card team. All right. That sounds good. Big faith in them all year. Panthers minus 5.5 is my lock. Lovely. All right, Jeremy, you betting with your team or you betting against your team? I mean, I know you're not betting against them. No, let's make it easy here. Panthers spread. The Jets are still the Jets. They may have Zach Wilson, but this is his first game. Easy, five and a half for the Panthers. 
Alrighty, seems like we're all in agreement here. Zach, you gonna throw a wild card in or no? You're gonna go with us. No, I agree with Jeremy. The Jets are still the Jets, and I've personally always been a Darnold backer. I just didn't think he was in the right situation in New York. Yeah. And with Caffrey back to most likely full strength, I just don't see how this game's within ten points. Panthers minus five and a half. Lovely. We're all in agreement there. He's gonna be good, man. Good yeah. team this year. Yeah, I mean they have they have a lot of pieces. I mean, having having Robbie Anderson, I think, is a huge thing. Um, I think Donald is just set up so much better here. He has more options. You have Curtis Samuel too. Um, and then like, how can you, how can you be worse playing with Christian McCaffrey? You're going to have so many more opportunities to hand the ball off and get the ball upfield with an actually talented running back. Um, instead of literally fucking Samaj Perrine, who wound up playing a ton of downs last year for the Jets. Um, Frank Gore as well. Can't yeah, about that. yeah, and Frank Gore's 900 years old. So um, I think it'll be good. Well, I'm interested to see how Donald uh, pans out here. I, just, I do think he has a little bit of talent, but like Zach said, I mean, it's so hard when you're the QB of the Jets. Like the situation that you're handed is just so fucking poor, poor management um, and really kind of poor coaching as well. So I think that uh, Panthers minus five and a half is just going to be like a universal universal lock for pretty much everybody this week. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if the Jets come out firing, but I I don't think they will be. Uh, I also do not mind a Sam Donald plus thirteen hundred comeback player of the year bet. Oh, all right. I'm going to make a note of that. Sam Donald Sepoy. Last year it was Cam Sepoy, but he is out of the league now because he's an ass. Uh, we have next Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, versus the Houston Texans. Texans, of course, are struggling right now, um, with the whole Deshaun Watson, uh, situation. And by situation, I mean him raping like 400 people. Uh, so we'll have to see really how things pan out. Uh, I know Tyrod Taylor, uh, (laughs) is going to be the starting QB for the Texans in this game. I absolutely... I mean, I cannot stress Jaguars' money line enough. It is my lock of the week. Trevor Lawrence starting, going to be interesting to see how he pans out. I don't necessarily think he's as fantastic as everybody says he is. I'm also not a huge college guy. I've seen enough of him to have an opinion, um, but I I don't know how great he's going to be, to be honest with you all. Uh, With all that being said, I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars have a fantastic backfield. I know they lost Etienne with the... um, I forget what that fucking fancy French word is for the Lance Frank. Yeah, Lance Frank, whatever. Um, so he's not going to be playing, but you have James Robinson there, and he's amazing. Uh, and decent receiving uh, receiving core too. So I just think that, that the Jags are are pretty much a lock here. They are two and a half point favorites. Uh, that's minus one fourteen. I just for safety, I'm, I'm going to take the money line instead. Uh, it's minus 154. Fantastic odds to throw in a parlay. And honestly, fantastic to just take straight up. I have them in the Vikings in a two-team parlay already. So um, I'm feeling the Jags. So Jags money line for me. All right. You see here, I, I can't get, like, just these teams, man. I can't get, I just, it's hard to read them. I don't know enough about them. I don't know the defenses. I mean, yeah. I do see the line, 2.5. I like it, but these teams are both so bad that it is pretty much a pick em. It is yeah. a pick em. I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, the only thing I can see is possibly the over because they both have I'm, – I'm, I'm almost positive that 
they both have a bottom five uh, defense defense in the league. So mm-hmm. if anything, the over because I could because a a this is a divisional game. Those games are always pretty high scoring between these two teams at least, and I just don't. I can't honestly. Don't bet this game. This game is a pick'em, but <laughs> but if I had to bet, I just wouldn't bet it. This game's just petrifying for me. I'll that, be honest. That's fair. I've I've told the this viewers no in the past. Me. I've told them in the past. This is you a no know, go for me. If it it's seems like a trap, you got Trevor Lawrence and a backup. So it's, it's it's hard to tell this game, man. All right. This is a no bet for me. This is a no bet zone for me. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, so gun to his head. Oh, 44 and a half. But uh, Cook is saying stay away which I can totally understand. I mean, this this has trap written all over it, but I just have a sense of strange confidence in the Jags. Jeremy, how do you feel? I agree with Cook. I would stay away from anything to do with this game, but if I had to make some picks, I'd probably narrow it down to some player props. You know, I already said I'm a huge running back touchdown guy early in the season, so I would look at James Robinson there. And then I would look at when the player props come out, uh, maybe some Chenault props, either receptions or yards, because that's all Trevor Lawrence threw to in the preseason with Chenault, just little dump-offs. You know, the receptions might be an easy one there. But James Robinson touchdown would be the main bet that I would do if I had to bet this game. Sounds good. Zach, how do you feel? Are you going to join me, or are you you in a trap game mindset too? Typically, in the past, the rookie quarterback, you would fade him, but the Texans are just that horrific. And Tyrod Taylor, <laughs> I just don't believe Tyrod Taylor is a winning quarterback in any sense. I think they get two or three wins this year, maybe, but I don't think it comes this week. And I also just got a notification that the Texans just traded their number one cornerback. So the I Texans did? Text. Yes, Bradley Roby just got traded to the Saints. Oh, see ya. So I'm 100% going Jags minus two and a half and possibly even the under considering Tyrod will not score many points and Lawrence as a rookie quarterback is not going to go all out game one. All righty. I will say I kind of like a Tyrod uh, touchdown. I kind of like him to run one in. I don't know what the odds are on that, but that could be a pretty, uh, could be a good prop right there. I think Tyrod's Tyrod's odds for a rushing Uh, TD are probably pretty high. Let me go see right now, just to tell the crowd. Tyrod scoring touchdown is. Are they up yet? Plus, yeah, it's plus two twenty-five. So, I like that for Tyrod. Those are like good that. odds, yeah. So, if you guys are feeling maybe a, a cheeky little five-dollar sprinkle SGP or some shit like that, um, we give you a couple different picks there. So maybe a Tyrod TD, James Robinson TD. Chenault receptions and uh, Jags money line. Who knows? Could be fancy. We'll see. Um, all right, we'll move on to the next one. We have the Arizona Arizona Cardinals versus the Tennessee Titans. This is a game I'm extremely excited for. Um, uh, you guys know from last season that I am a Kyler Murray hater. I despise him. I hate him. Everything about him and his game. I just don't like watching him play. He annoys the fucking shit out of me. I, I can't really tell you exactly what it is. But I know there's some other people in here that feel the same way. Um, with that being said, I am on the Titans. I think that they have an absolutely unbelievable receiving core. Of course, they have Derrick Henry as well. And I'm a Ryan Tannehill guy. I think he's good. I think he's a game manager. I think he knows what he's doing. Um, and I just think that that the Titans are coached very well. Vrabel's a fantastic coach. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw what Tom Brady had to say about Mike Vrabel a couple weeks ago. 
uh, in a Hard Knocks interview, but he was fucking flaming him. He just called him a fat asshole. Uh, but I don't think he's a fat asshole. I think he's a great coach. I think he learned under the tutelage of Belichick. He knows what he's doing. Whole team knows what they're doing, and and I think that Tennessee Titans minus one fifty two on the money line is just absolutely insane value. Um, and and I'm with that. I'm with the the Titans money line. They are a three point favorite, by the way, and that's minus one oh two. So Titans money line for me. Cook. Yeah, I think I'm all yeah. I'm on the money line as well. I mean, those odds are great. Minus one fifty two. I like the over as well. Uh, I do think that both of these teams, they do have high-powered offenses. They have a lot of weapons. Got Julio, got AJ, got Henry, got Hopkins. You had Chase Edmonds, got Kyler on the ground. There's just a lot of options here. I like the, I like the Titans, and I like the over here. Those All are my right. picks. Sounds good. How about you, Jeremy? What do you feel? Uh, I'm also in on the Titans money line, and my uh, thought process is if you're going to take the Titans money line, you might as well throw your Derrick Henry touchdown in there too because they're not winning if Derrick Henry isn't running the ball. And then you get them, I think it's like plus 135, plus 130 area um, with Derrick Henry touchdown and them money line. Uh, That sounds good to me. Zach, what do you feel? I am also riding on the Kyler hate train. I think that guy is is a generational fraud. And I believe Titans minus three is the play because if it pushes, it pushes. And the loss of Patrick Peterson with the additions of A.J. Brown and Julio for the Titans, I just don't see how the Cardinals can stop that offense. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that's going to be a recurring theme this season too because that offense is just unbelievable. You know, if the ball's not flying in the air, then you're going to have Henry just shoving it right up the fucking middle. Um, you would over would be a play too, which is both offenses, like Cookie said. Yeah. The Titans have always been susceptible to the pass, so. Kyler should have a day for himself. All righty, Kyler. Both the defenses are very suspect, too. Yeah. I will say that, that both of their defenses, yeah, they can definitely uh, be blown up. So I think the over here, that's just my pick. So the over is the game play is too. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, we're going to move on to the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. This is a game that I've labored over. I've had a really tough time figuring out um, where I stand. The Eagles, of course, are my team. I'm not a Hurts guy. Uh, I wasn't a Wentz guy, and I wasn't a Foles guy. I, I really always have a problem with the QB that we have under center, uh, regardless of who it is. Last time I think I liked the Eagles quarterback was fucking Mike Vick. Um, I think Hurts has potential. Uh, I know Zach drafted him last night in one of our leagues, and he has no choice but to root for Hurts, so I'll be curious to see how he picks. Eagles are a three-point dog, which I think is insane because um, the Falcons are a mess. They have a new coach. Mike Davis is their starting running back, and he's like a quadrillion years old. Um, so I just think that – I think the Eagles plus three is actually the play here, and I know there was some room, there was some swirling about that in the group chat, um, and that's just – that's where I'm going to sit. I, I think the over at 48.5 is plausible. Um, I just don't know if it is probable. So I'm going to stay away from that, and I'm just going to go kind of bet with my, my home team here and take uh, Birds plus three. Chuck, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I'm on the Birds as well, man, at plus three. I mean, both teams, they're, they're it's pretty fair to say that they're both in a rebuilding process. Like, none of these teams are really going to make, like, big noise this year like, or anything like that, but – 
As an Eagles fan, man, it's not just a bias pick. I just think that they have the better team than the Falcons at the moment, especially on the defensive end. Like, the Falcons, I shit, couldn't name a player that they have on defense. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm saying the Eagles spread and even the money lines in play here, I'll be honest. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? Yeah, um, so I do hate the Eagles. I hate everything about them. I hate betting on them, anything to do with them. But yeah. I do have to take the Eagles here, um, not only with the points, but I'd also take a money line. I don't see a way where they lose this game to the Falcons. All right. Yeah, there's a lot of hype around the Eagles, and I know Zach said that last night. Um, it's kind of – I always hate betting on them too, um, but I just think that that's kind of how everybody feels right now. Everybody's hyped. They want to see what Hurts looks like. They want to see what Devontae Smith looks like. So, Zach, what do you think? You're on the Eagles, too? Although Matt Ryan is more towards the end of his career, he still slings, and they just added Kyle Pitts. Mike Davis is a serviceable running back, and they also just added Wayne Gallman. And I just think the Eagles' defense isn't good enough, so I'm going to take Falcons' money line and the under. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Falcons' money line and the under. Zach is fading the rest of us. All right. Yeah, I think the I think that line that uh over under line is pretty much like it, it's perfect. Vegas has that one nailed right on because I yeah, can that, see that's, that has to be one of the best lines of the week. I can see it happening either way, and under is is the favorite there, so that's minus one fifteen versus the minus one hundred five, um at over forty eight and a half. So Zach Falcon Falcons money line and under forty eight and a half. and we will move on to the next game, which is the Los Angeles Chargers. Versus versus the Washington football team, Zach. I'm gonna let you actually go first here and kind of introduce this uh, this matchup. Well, you all expect me to take the Chargers here, but being a Chargers fan for my entire life, I am used to pain. So I am taking Washington football team plus one, considering Brian Balaga is doubtful right now, meaning Montez Sweat will be coming off the edge against Storm Norton. And I, I love Herbert, and I think Herbert will have two to three touchdowns this game, and I like a Keenan Allen touchdown. But I just I don't see it. I can see the Washington football team easily coming out here and putting a lot of pressure on Herbert. And just I can see it being a three-point game, Washington winning on a field goal. And I also like the under. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I, I've been having some doubts about this game too. Um, so I'm a big Ryan Fitzpatrick guy. Like, uh, massive. Fitzmagic, absolutely unbelievable. A veteran QB. He's played on so many different teams. He knows so much about the game. His football IQ is so high, and he's clutch. Um, he didn't get as much love in um, Miami uh, last season. You know, I, I thought that he really should have probably started all of those games. I think Tua is horrendous, and I know that sentiment is shared um, amongst a few different people in here as well. Um, but I think this season he's going to have, you know, he's really going to have himself uh, a time. I think that Washington football team plus one is is a fantastic bet. And I really think that that's where I sit, too. I like the Chargers. I think they have an unbelievable team. And I think um, Herbert is really, you know, the, the QB of the future. He's very, very good. Really can air it out, too, when he needs to. But I think that, like Zach said, he's going to see a lot of pressure. Uh, and he is young, so you always have to take that into consideration. Washington do have some vets, and I just think that this is a real breakout year uh, for Tony Gibson, who had his season kind of 
uh, bookended and cut short last year due to that extremely strange toe injury. Um, and McLaurin, this is going to be the real first season where we get to see him break out too, I think. So I'm on Washington football team plus one at minus 115. Chuck, what do you think? I think I'm on the football team in this one, man. I mean, this game could really go both ways because I'll, because when the Chargers are healthy on both sides of the football, they're probably a top 10 team. Yeah. I know that their record, it doesn't, it hasn't shown that, but I really think of health. If all goes good this year, that's a playoff team. But same goes for Washington, man. That's a playoff team. The, 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 that team is young. They're, they're energized. Both sides of the football, especially the defense. I personally believe that Chase Young is going to win the defensive player of the year this year. I think he's that good. I know that he's only a sophomore, but I think that he's the true difference maker of that team and of this game. So I'm taking the football team and probably the under. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? I'm not taking either team or the over-under. Um, I don't know. I think it's a toss-up. Both teams pretty evenly matched, like you guys have already touched on. I think even the line's dead even at uh, the money line. But yep, it is. I, I would, if if I'm making a bet, Antonio Gibson touchdown, Ron Rivera inside the 20. Yes. Not, not letting Fitzpatrick sling it. Give it to Antonio Gibson. He's plus 100 to get a touchdown. He'll get in there for you. All right. Yeah, I agree. That's that's actually fantastic. Those odds are great. Uh, next game, we have San Francisco 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, by far the worst team in the league. Uh, Lions sneaky good, as one of our friends always says. They have never been sneakily good. I don't even know if they've ever even been good in general. Um, I, It's insane that the Niners are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite to me. I think that's a lot, of, a lot of points to give the Niners, who have guys coming back from injury. Um, and, and guys that really just didn't play all that much last year. You have Debo Samuel, you have Kittle, um, you have Garoppolo who played but is absolutely horrendous um, versus, you know, a Lions team that does have some, some, some different sorts of players. You know, you have DeAndre Swift, who I at least think is really going to have a breakout season. He, he was good when he was in last season, but they were kind of doing that running back by committee bullshit last season. I think he's going to get more touches this year, and I think the Lions are going to be better than they have been um, in years past, they do have Goff instead of Stafford, which is a substantial downgrade, but I don't know how much that really affects um, things. I think Goff's, you know, a little bit less... I don't want to say he's less scared because I don't think Stafford plays scared. I think Stafford plays smart. Goff does not play smart. He's a fucking moron, uh, which has been evidenced, you know, in the past four, three or four years uh, with the Rams. He's the reason they haven't made it. Um and I think I think he's just going to sling the ball more. So I think that you're going to see a little bit more of a high-powered sort of offense here this season from the Lions, which may be a bold take. Um, but with all that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and fade everything I just said um, and say Niners' money line is probably in play for me. I would put it in uh, a parlay because they are minus 360. I just don't see... I, I just can't see the Lions winning this game at all. Um, they could cover seven and a half too. They, you know, that's possible. Um, but I'm staying away from the over at 45 cause I'm not exactly what to, uh, not exactly sure what to expect from the Lions yet. 
I think the Niners have a ton of options. They could score a lot of points, but I'm just going to play it safe and say Niners money line in a parlay if you have to bet this game. Uh, Cook, what do you think? I'm a Niners here, man. I'll be honest. I've been a golf hater ever since he's played football. Yep. I've always hated that guy. I think he sucks. Um, that team in general, they just – they got some good – pieces there's some good players but San Fran I think they're healthy Jimmy G he's got a chip on his shoulder he's got competition I think I just think that that team as a whole is just going to stomp them on Sunday so I'm all over the Niners spread all right sounds good uh Jeremy what do you think yeah I think that the Lions are going to be historically bad. Horrible football team, horrible franchise. I mean, Calvin Johnson's evidence of that. He walked away. He said, I don't even want to play for these guys. They're horrible. Yeah. I'm going Niners money line. And like you said earlier, you were talking about the Buccaneers money line. Maybe throw those two together. Yeah. Um, that'll help you there. Um, and my, I'm going a season-long bet here under Lions wins. I don't care if it's at .5. I think it, I think it actually is at uh, three and a half. So that's, you know. I can definitely see them winning two games, and that's it. That's that's a good pick. Um, all right, Zach, what do you think? I am also with Jeremy on the under, and contrary to popular belief, I'm actually going to take Lions spread. Just when I compare the quarterbacks, I think they're kind of similar, that yeah. they're both terrible, and they're both just glorified game managers. And with DeAndre Swift, they can slow the game down a bit, and the 49ers offense is a running offense to begin with. So I just think it's definitely possible the Niners could blow them out. I just think the Lions keep it close with a new coach. Fire, they're going to be fired up at home. I just say Lions spread in the under. Okay, sounds good. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Do you guys think that if that if uh, Jimmy G plays somehow very badly in this first game that that uh, Trey Lance will come in? Yeah. At any point. Yeah, Do I don't see it. I don't know if he'll come in in the first game, but I can see him getting. A lot of, uh, you know, quite a few series in the uh, in the second game. I don't know if he'll get. I don't know if they'll put him in right away because that's going to tank Garoppolo's confidence for the rest of the season if they have to go back to him. You know. Yeah, I think the only way they bring in game one is if he literally has two or three picks in the first half and just looks like the worst quarterback ever and down two scores. Yeah. Well, that is possible too. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. It's definitely possible. <laughs> Cool. Right, I got one more thing on that. I just checked on FanDuel. You can get the Lions to have the least wins in the league at plus 400. Well, that's a fantastic pick. Plus 400. That is, yeah, that's what are great the value. Uh, I might take the Lions over the Texans. I don't know. I feel like the Texans, I mean, like they play the Jaguars two times a year, so that's at least one win. Yeah, that's true. All right, so yeah, guys, uh, that's that's a good nugget from Jeremy. I'd keep your eye on that, too. You might want to place that before the season or we get to see the Lions play because that line could move. Um, next one, we have the Seattle Seahawks versus the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, the Seahawks are my least favorite team to bet on probably ever. Um, them and the Cardinals always cook me uh, no matter what I bet on. If I bet against them, they win. If I bet on them, they lose. Uh, and it's typically like by a half point or some insane hook bullshit. Uh, always gets me. I am just going to go ahead and fade everything I just said, though, uh, and take the Seattle Seahawks, who are a two-and-a-half point favorite over the Colts. I think that line is pretty small, actually. Um, I think that I could 100% see them winning by a touchdown or more. 
I don't have a ton of faith in the Colts. They have some young players. They have some players that are new. Uh, Wentz is going to be the starting QB there. So we'll see. I don't have a lot of love for Wentz. I don't think he's going to be all that great. He'll be better with Frank Reich there as the head coach um, than he was with Doug Peterson as the head coach in Philly. But I don't think it's really enough to make a difference. The coaching difference, um, I, I think Pete Carroll is a better overall coach than Frank Reich. I got a lot of love for Frank, but I just think Pete's been doing it longer. He knows what he's doing. Um, and uh, the whole, you know, having Russ and, and the camaraderie that Russ has with the rest of the team, the, the unit they play as, I just think that um, after making sure that Russ is going to stay, that they're going to come out firing. They're going to feel good. Uh, you have DK. You have Lockett. And then Chris Carson, who's one of the most consistent running backs I have ever seen. Uh, just when you think he's out, he he never is. He always gets one. So I uh, I'm on on Hawks money line at minus two and a half. Or uh, Hawk spread, sorry. Uh, Cook, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna ride with the Hawks here. Um, it's for me, it comes down to who who is the best player on the field, and that is. And that is clearly Russ. So at the end of the day, it's going to make the difference. Yeah. Because as good as that close defense is, it's uh, it's Russell Wilson. So I'm riding with the Seahawks money line here. Okay. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? Hawks money line, 100%. Two and a half points. Carson Wentz is the quarterback of the Colts. He's not good. Yeah. He will never be good again. He's going to be out of the league in three years or just to back up. Seahawks minus two and a half. Yeah, big time. Uh, what do you think, Jeremy? Or uh, Zach, sorry. I'm also all over the Seahawks. Once again, I'm just comparing quarterbacks here, and you have a top five quarterback who's experienced, and you have Carson Wentz on a new team. And I think he could be decent this year, just not week one. And you never know with injury concerns. And I'm, But the better play for me here is the under because Seahawks games are either really high scoring or really low scoring. And the Colts have a very good defense, and I just and the Colts offense isn't going to be super explosive. And I also like a Michael Pittman touchdown. All right, sounds good. We'll move on to Vikings Bengals. This is my lock of the week. Vikings money line. I'm all over it. Bengals are missing their number one corner. That's going to be a huge problem stopping Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Thielen is questionable. I think he'll be suiting up. I have faith. He's on one of my fantasy teams too, actually. Um, so I'm hoping and praying that he'll be suiting up, and I think he will. Uh, Kirk Cousins, not a gigantic fan, but he can sling the ball, and he has a great receiving court here. Um, I just think that the Vikings are are a much better team than the Bengals. I don't think that the Vikings are going to make any crazy waves, um, but I do think that they are substantially better than the Bengals. Uh, they're minus 180 on the money line. They are a three-point favorite. I don't feel comfortable taking them minus three. If it pushes, it pushes. But I just think that if you're going to throw this into a parlay, and you should because these odds are fantastic, um, that Vikings minus 180 on the money line is the play. Cook, what do you think? You know, I hate Kirk Cousins with all my heart. I Me really too. do. I do too. And just, I can't, I don't know why, but I just can't get behind him. Or that team, so I think I'm probably going to go with the Bengals here. Um, I'm completely aware that their defense is is probably the worst in football, but I just think that Joe Burrow is just he's going to come out and sling and just and 
Kirk Cousins is going to have a Kirk Cousins game. He's yeah. going to have just a three interception game, should win game. That's just me. I it's just how much I hate Kirk Cousins, so I'm going with the Bengals here. Plus three. Wow. All right. Quite a change from what I have to say. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? Um, like Cook said, Vikings defense, horrible. Yeah. Um, for that reason, I do like the over. I think Joe Burrow is going to come out and look good. I mean, he has a great receiving core if Jamar Chase can just catch the ball instead of dropping it like he's been doing all preseason. Um, so I'm going to go with the over. That's my first over-under bet of the day, I believe. Okay. Um, and then I would keep an eye out on Dalvin Cook's line, make sure it's not too high for him to score a touchdown, but I hadn't seen a line yet. So I would keep an eye out on that too. All right, sounds good. Zach, how about you? I also am a big fan of the over in this game. Neither team plays very good defense. Both teams have very good receiving cores and good running backs. I just don't see how either one of these teams don't go over 25 points. But I also am on the Vikings with Evan. I just Burrow's coming back from an injury. Their offensive line is terrible. Joe Mixon might not be able to get it going. You just never know with games like this with Burrow. So I'm going Vikings minus three in the over. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, this game could definitely go either way. I just am not – I don't ever bet on the Bengals um, because they're the Bengals. They're horribly run franchise, much like the Lions. Um, not quite as bad, but, oh, I just have a tough time betting on them. Uh, next one we have is the Miami Dolphins versus the New England Patriots. There is a lot of hype swirling around the New England Patriots in sports media. For what reason? I could not tell you. Um, I do not have any sorts of hopes for the Pats this year. I think that they're going to be extremely average. They would have been better off keeping Cam, and I'm not a Cam guy. Uh, I don't know if Mac Jones is ready. Has he looked okay in the preseason? Sure, he's looked fine. But I don't think he's looked you know, any like anything special. I think Lawrence looked better. Um, the Dolphins are a three-point dog. So you have the Pats as a three-point favorite. They are minus 156 on the money line. This smells like trap to me. Uh, two is the starting QB in Miami. I don't like him either. I think Mac Jones is better than him, but it's only because Tua sucks. Uh, the over is 43 and a half. <sighs> this is one of those games that I literally don't want to touch with a 500 feet pole. I have no interest in betting it whatsoever. Um, if I have to put money on this, I'm going to say over 43 and a half. The Dolphins put up some points in a couple of notable games last season, and I think that that could happen again. So I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and say over 43 and a half is, is my bet here. Cook? I think I got the Dolphins here. I like them as underdogs. I, I'm on board with you. I don't think that Mac Jones has proved enough or – played enough yet at least with uh Tua like he has played some true live games and I and just I think that the Dolphins that their offense as a whole is better than the Patriots yeah both teams have very good defenses plus the Patriots they don't have Gilmore so I think that is a big that's a big difference so I think the Dolphins I like them plus three and and possibly the money line as well. Okay. Great dog value this week. That sounds good. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? 
Uh, I also like the Dolphins. Um, as a former Cam fan, he is bad these days. So, I mean, they, that they got rid of him, not a huge deal to me. Um, not that I think Mac Jones is great. But I like the Dolphins. I like the under, actually. Um, contrary to you, Evan, I could see this being like a, like a 21-7 type game. Like yeah. neither be looking good type deal. Um, so I'm going to go with the Dolphins' money line and the under 43.5. Okay. Yeah, I can see it happening. That's another line where I feel like it's placed at the right spot. Um, Zach, what do you think? I am personally on Patriots spread, believe it or not. All right. I think Mac Jones is going to be one of those quarterbacks. I just, I don't know. I just think he'll make a run for rookie of the year. I think Belichick's going to work well with him. And with all they just got Aguilar, they just got Kendrick Bourne, they got Hunter Henry, Janu. And but my biggest lock of this game and arguably biggest lock of the week is Damian Harris touchdown plus one oh five because Cam's not there to challenge him for touchdowns anymore and he's the only goal line back. All right. I'm one hundred percent going with Harris plus one oh five. I'm on board with that too, Zach. It's a good pick. Um okay. We'll move on to the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a marquee matchup for week one. Um, but I'll be honest with you guys, I have a straightforward pick here. Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. I think that line's perfect. I can see them covering. I think that they win by a touchdown, maybe more. There's no way that the Chiefs don't come out hot. Um, Tyree Kill, my favorite receiver in the league. Love him to death. Uh, Clyde is questionable, I think, for week one still, so we'll have to see um, if he's getting in there. I think their backup is Darrell Williams. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, but I'm pretty sure that's who the backup is there in Kansas City. Receiving core is good. Nicole Hardman, I think this could be a year where we see more of him as well. Um, so I think that that really the, the Browns D is okay, um, but I don't think that, that Baker is going to come out as hot as everybody thinks he is. I think it could be a little bit of a slow start for the Browns this year. And while their team um, is very strong and they played well last season, I just don't think that they're going to be able to knock the Chiefs off in week one. I think that Chiefs minus six and a half at minus 106 is the play. Cook, what do you think? I think I'm with the Browns to cover here. I think that their offense, it's just a little much for the Chiefs to handle on defense. I mean, it's obvious that the Chiefs are going to they're going to do their thing. They're going to get their points and everything, but I think that the Browns are talented enough on both ends of the football to keep it a close enough game to cover that spread. So, I'm with the Browns plus 6.5 and I'm going to take a Nick Chubb uh, touchdown as well. Very nice. I think that's a lot this week. Okay, Jeremy, how you feeling? Um, so I'll, for the sake of this, I'm not going to bet on either team or the over/under. Although I'm sure when Sunday comes around, I will be betting on the game. <laughs> but I do like the Nick Chubb touchdown 100. That would be my play for the game. Okay, Zach, I am all in on the Browns week one and the rest of the season. I think they have a, the best chance in the NFL at beating the Chiefs. They just have the most well-rounded team, best run game in the NFL, arguably. And I see Browns plus six and a half. I see them making it a three-point game, possibly overtime. And I wouldn't touch the total in this game because either team could score 40 points, so I just wouldn't touch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm staying away from that total, too. Uh, okay, so we have a lot of Browns backers this week. I am the sole Chiefs backer. Um, 
I wonder what I wonder what lines are gonna look or not lines, but I wonder what the handle is gonna be like. Um, come you know Saturday night, Sunday morning. I wonder if if there's gonna be a lot of money on the Browns because those that odd the odds are are great. I mean they're plus two thirty on the money line. I could see a lot of the juice being on the Browns, causing people to last second take the Chiefs hundred percent. Yeah, I'm already locked in on the Chiefs, so I'm, I'm riding, but. Uh, we'll see. Denver Broncos versus the New York Giants, an absolute shit fest. Um, that is the <clears throat> second 420, or no, this is the third 426 game. Um, so, I mean, Broncos two and a half, I guess. Uh, they are two and a half point favorite, minus 25 on that, minus 158 on the money line. The over underline sits at 41 and a half currently. Uh, I just think the Giants are a mess. I think Daniel Jones is one of the worst QBs in the league. He stinks of Jared Goff to me. Uh, low intelligence, uh, well, football intelligence at least, and low skill, to be honest with you. I just don't have any faith in him whatsoever. Uh, the Giants do have Galladay now, so he's got a you know a nice uh, marquee target to throw to, but I don't think that it makes all that much of a difference. Um, they lost Wayne Gallman, so they lost one of their their end zone backs. That's going to be a huge loss for them. Uh, defensively, honestly, I don't I don't really know how the the Giants stack up against the Broncos, but I think that the Broncos are just a much better team. Uh, they do have Cortland Sutton back now. Uh, Philip Lindsay, I think, is a fantastic player. So I just think the Broncos uh, Broncos minus two and a half is is kind of a lock here. Chuck, what do you think? You know, I'm probably going to roll with the Broncos here, but either team could win this game because they are both pretty god-awful. I don't know what to think of either team. Yeah. Not just in this game, but for the whole year. If I had to pick a team, it would, I would roll with the Broncos just because they have a lot more uh, – got more weapons on, on the offensive side. You got Judy. You got Sutton. You got Hamler. You got Gordon. Devontae Williams. Got Noah Fant. Like I just think that their offense it just counterbalances out the whole Giants team. So I'm gonna roll with the Broncos here. And boys, on that note, I, I just got the work. So I want to thank you for having me on, shooting the shit. Got it. Talking about everything, man. So yeah, I'm just gonna leave you guys with that. Have a great day at work. There. Money line and Jerry Judy touchdown. All right, Coke. Have a good day at work. We'll see you later. All right, boys. All right. Jeremy, Please. what do you have to say for me? I I'm gonna have to go with the Broncos. Um I'm just gonna take a money line, I think. Um and then I would bet a Daniel Jones turnover a hundred percent. Hundred percent. What do you think it is? An interception or a fumble? Um I could actually see oh. both. I could see <laughs> maybe both. I, or Von Miller getting him to fumble, and the Broncos did just up their secondary. Um, I think they actually got ranked the number two defense going into the season here, so I could actually see both occurring. Okay. All right, Zach, what do you think? For that reason that Jeremy just said, I think the under is the play here. Okay. I just, the Giants' defense was impressive last year. Their offense just wasn't good enough to win games. And I think the biggest key in this game is if Saquon can play, because if he can't play the running backs, Devontae Booker, then 100% take the Broncos, but... In my opinion, if Saquon is playing, I'm taking Giants money line at plus 134. Well, that is good value, so I can see why you'd be saying that. Um, all right, so I'm going to lock you in at under 41.5 as your, as your decided bet. Next game, um, another game that I'm extremely excited 
uh, to watch. We have the Green Bay Packers taking on the New Orleans Saints. I believe this game is actually in Jacksonville. Um, there was some controversy about where they were going to hold this game because, you know, they can't have it in New Orleans because of the, the hurricane that happened down there. Um, they couldn't do the game in um, Tampa Bay because for some reason there was too many Packers fans that live in Tampa. They did the analytics and they checked the flights. Um, it was cheaper to fly from Green Bay to Tampa than it was to fly from Green Bay to Jacksonville. So this game's going to be in Jacksonville, um, which is bizarre to me. But they they want to kind of even out the crowds, which I understand. Um, you know, considering the circumstance, and the Packers are a four point favorite. They're minus two hundred on the money line, and the over under sits at fifty points. Um, I think the over is one hundred percent in play here. These are high powered offenses that can score a lot of points. You have Jameis now stepping in in the starting QB role in New Orleans. He could give you 10 interceptions and also 10 touchdowns and throw for literally a million yards. So who knows what to expect here. He could spend the entire day turning the ball over and the Saints couldn't score at all. I'm interested to see how many touches Kamara gets. This is going to be a different offense than what we've seen in the past. I'm interested to see how Jameis and Sean Payton um, work as a unit. It'll be really interesting. Um, And because of all of that mess... And, and, you know, who knows what's going to happen. The Saints aren't playing at home. They're not in the Dome. I just think that I feel more comfortable um, taking the Packers. Rodgers is back. Devontae's there. They have that um, Aaron Jones, who's, I think, going to see more touches this year than he did last season. Um, and they have a they have a solid line, too. So I just think that that the Packers are, are really a team to watch out for this year. I think they can knock the Bucs off uh, when it comes when it comes time to do so. And I think Packers uh, Packers money line is probably the play at minus 200 for me. Jeremy, what do you think? So I'm going to read there. Uh, yeah, right. I do like the over. I do think the over is in play here. Like you said, um, Packers better football team. Uh, I'm actually just going to go with the Packers minus four. I know it's kind of a weird line, yeah. but I if they win by more than a field goal, then uh, they should be in play here. Um, I don't see Jameis winning the football game against no. the back. No, I agree. Zach, what, how do you feel? I am also, I'm also on Packers minus four. Like Jeremy said, it's a weird number. but And I am a Jameis fan, and I think he will play well this year. I just think with the Packers having arguably the best corner in football and Jair Alexander, guarding most likely Marquez Calloway or Traquan Smith. That just really limits the options, the options they have on offense besides Kamara. And the Packers obviously have limitless weapons, so I just see the Packers blowing them out here. All right, sounds good. Um, we have the Chicago Bears versus the L.A. Rams next. This is going to be an interesting one. The Rams, you know, new look. They have Stafford, who I think is a fantastic quarterback, has really been, you know, struggling in Detroit because he's had such a shit situation hasn't made as many playoffs as he as a as a player of his quality uh, and caliber should have, but I think now he's finally got that opportunity. Great receiving core here. Um, you have uh, you know a really solid run game uh, as well with a couple of young guys, and I just think that that the Rams D is quite solid. I think their O line is okay as well. Um, the Bears, I don't know exactly what to expect from them this season. Now the Rams are a seven and a half point favorite, <clears throat> and the Bears will have Andy Dalton uh, being the starting QB there for now. So we'll see how long he keeps that job. If he keeps that job, who knows? 
Um, I this is a tough one because the Rams are such a heavy favorite. You know, seven and a half point favorite, minus three fifty on the money line. I don't know if the over or under is in play here. Uh, I'm not really confident enough to bet on it. The line sits at forty seven and a half. So. Uh, we'll see what the other guys think, but <clears throat> I think for me, I'm just going to go with Rams money line, throw it into a parlay. Uh, probably be a game that I stay away from, but I think that that's honestly a pretty safe bet at, at minus 350. Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I also think the Rams have this game pretty easy. What I am going to do is I would buy the point down, get the Rams at minus six and a half. You're probably looking at somewhere my, around minus 130, 150. Yeah. Um, and that would be my play. And then I would also take a Daryl Henderson touchdown with Cam Akers out. We, uh, Sean McVay loves running the ball. Um, so I think that can happen as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I think buying, buying it down is a wise choice. Um, that's, that's definitely, that's a good idea. If you guys are looking to do that, I, I would co-sign that. Um, and a Daryl Henderson, I mean, he's great. So Zach, what do you think? I think buying the point down is the best decision here, but I'm still going with Rams minus seven and a half. Their defense is just too good. And even in his prime, Andy Dalton was a serviceable quarterback. Yeah. And I just don't – he's not going to be able to do a thing against Donald and Ramsey and all their defense. And the Rams just have too many options on offense. McVay's a better coach. I just – Rams minus seven and a half. All righty. And the last game of the week, it's a shame Cook didn't stick it all the way out, but he got close. I'll, I'll text him for his other picks. Um, we have the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders at the Monday 8.20 p.m. game. Um, Ravens are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I kind of think that line is is kind of low. Um, I think that they should be favorited by more than that. I think they should be favorited by at least a touchdown. Now, they do have some issues at running back. We're going to see uh, Gus Edwards probably be the starting guy. Um, they do have Gurley, but... I'm not necessarily sure how many series or downs rather uh, we're going to get to see him play uh, at minus four and a half. The Ravens are minus one Oh four. So I think that those are fantastic odds. The Raiders are the most hated and faded team um, in the NFL. Uh, that's what the surveys show uh, from last season and from early preliminary studies done this season, which is interesting. I know Zach's dad is a Raiders fan. Well, Raiders and Eagles hybrid, right? Um, but I think I'm on the Ravens here. I'm a Lamar guy. I think he's good. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he's a great kind of like running back, like tailback. Um, same way that I used to think of Cam, you know, uh, when they run the ball, they're really, really solid. So I think that, that Ravens minus four and a half is, is a go-to here. But I can also see over 51 being in play. So I'm curious to see what you guys have to say. Uh, yeah, I am. Mm, I don't know. This game's a tough one for me. I do think the Ravens is probably the play. Um, yeah. Minus four and a half. And then I got to take Gus Bus to get in the end zone. Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to co sign that Gus touchdown. Zach, what do you think? This is I, this is a super tough game. Might be the toughest of the week because the Raiders' offense has weapons. They can score. But the Ravens' defense is just so much better than the Raiders' defense. Yeah. I personally like the under here because the Ravens run the ball a lot. And I, I do like Gus Edwards' touchdown, but I think the better value is Lamar at plus 120. I just think with no J.K. there, Lamar has a great chance against the Raiders' defense to possibly even break one score for 50 or just on the goal line. Spread-wise, I'd probably lean Ravens, but I just wouldn't touch it. I'd just go straight under. 
Okay. Or if you're in a, if you're putting in a parlay, I definitely do Ravens money line because I don't see the Raiders Raiders having a chance to win the game. Yeah, I really don't either. All right, so we got uh, we got a whole week of picks there for you guys. Um, thank you all for listening. I'm gonna let you guys if you want to plug your stuff, uh, you're welcome to do that. I know Zach makes music. I don't know if you want to plug that or not. Um, but I'll I'll open it up. You guys can unmute and and say whatever you want as we close it out. You can go ahead, Zach. Uh, Instagram is z.wyatt. Twitter is zachwyatt24. And if you want to have a great listen, 609Z on Apple Music. Thank you. You got it. All right, guys. You can uh, find the podcast at Post20Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, listen to our main show if you'd like. I think this is really going to be a weekly thing. Uh, I know I'll be here. I don't know. The guys, we, we all have different schedules. So whoever's here is welcome to uh, welcome to. Uh, join up with me every Wednesday. It'll be around 10 a.m. And we'll have these episodes out for you guys, hopefully um, before every, each week kicks off on Thursday night. Cook did just text me. I'm going to let you guys know his final three picks before we uh, close out. He has Packers minus four, Bears, Rams under 47 and a half, and Ravens money line for Monday night. So I'm going to fill them into the list. And Beautiful. If you, if you guys... Um, you guys hear this first and you want to go and look at our spreadsheet of what we have um it'll be up on twitter and i might post it on instagram too so feel free to go ahead over and look at that um and that's it from me uh jeremy you have anything nope that's all um i might get a little sports betting account going on twitter here in the coming weeks um so stay tuned for that and i'll definitely be back for more episodes so i'll be All right, guys, thanks for joining me. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will uh, catch you all next week. All right, take care. Enjoy week one. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. Pleasure.